Thanks for lending me your ear for another episode of Tech Show But Friendly. And today, we're going to be a little self-serving because we just hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. And so I thought I would take this, I would take time, or I would take this episode as time <laughs> to kind of reflect on, you know, how we started the channel and some of the challenges we did. Kind of like an oral history of the Hardware Sugar YouTube channel. Apologies if this isn't our usual news show or hardware gaming update weekly kind of news format. Just I wanted to preserve or I wanted to put down some thoughts of this moment that, you know, we've hit that number. And that's really like what I like about this podcast format. You, we have the form, we have the freedom to experiment a little bit. One week we have our first guest on, the next week is back to the news, and then the next week is sort of more hardware sugar centric, focused on the YouTube channel. I'm also trying to be a bit more calm when I when I talk to this or when I record this podcast because I'm I'm actually listening to more podcasts now and trying to get a better sense of what other people do that I would also like to emulate. So I, in real conversation, I know I can be, you know, I can talk very quickly, very rapidly. And while that has some advantage, maybe, you know, when you're trying to overwhelm somebody in conversation, I think maybe it's not that great for a podcast format. Also, when you're watching my videos, you notice I have a tendency to talk, to talk very quickly. But I'm trying to kind of calm down for the podcast a little. Not be boring, relaxed, sleepy kind of calm down, but a more like thoughtful calm down. So let's see how that goes. Two minutes into the podcast and I haven't even started talking about the YouTube channel yet. I do think perhaps that the podcast can be a little rambling. Although I do... That's sort of deliberate sometimes. It's more of spur of the moment. I mean, I, I do want to keep that spontaneity. But I do have the... I do have an outline usually. Just as with my videos. A lot of... You'll, if a, long, a, long, a lot of long-time viewers know that I personally don't work with a script, just bullet points. I like to... Well, you know, that has its pros and cons. Not so good for the editor... And even for myself, when I'm trying to get, when I'm trying to explain very technical things and I want to get the details just right, we do have to do a couple of takes. But, you know, for the podcast where expectations are low <laughs> or, you know, I mean, I, I really want to thank each and every one of you guys who do listen to these things. Uh, the numbers actually have been, you know, quite not bad. Uh, I'm quite happy with the numbers and the retention rate has been much higher than on YouTube. But sometimes, you know, I, I do feel that if I were less worthy, you would be getting more value out of it. So I'll try to stick to topic more often. And that means starting to talk about the YouTube channel. Yes, we just reached 100,000 subscribers. Big deal. YouTube sends you an award, basically. It's a plaque. It's a silver play button. Or, you know, it's a, it's a silver plaque where even, you know, YouTube acknowledges that, yeah, are hitting 100K subs is you know kind of a big deal and you know we want to pat you on the back for that but it's not like the channel started off gangbangers red hot style it was a very very slow burn and even from the very beginning we were very clear you know when we started the videos and the objective of the channel 
was really free marketing. I don't want anybody to be under the impression that, oh, you know, we made the YouTube channel purely out of altruism, that we wanted to talk about computers. Yes, for sure. All of us at Hardware Sugar love talking about computers. Actually, it's when I, sometimes when I'm at the shop and you can just hear the guys bickering, like, you know, friendly kind of bickering or they're assembling a computer and they're talking to, to a customer. You can really feel the enthusiasm for the subject. And I, that's something that I hope we, we can always have for, you know, our, our guys working in the shop as well as for myself. So that for sure, the enthusiasm is there. But the main objective really for the YouTube channel was free marketing for the shop because we were a young shop and we tried everything, everything to get people interested in us. It was free delivery even to Subic for an SSD, which I would do. I, I would make midnight runs. Midnight kasi para walang traffic. I would make midnight runs out of Manila to go to the ends of Subic na free delivery. So it was free delivery, um, very fast customer service where we would reply to you right away. What other? No BS warranty, Steam sales. Every time there would be a Steam sale, we would, always, we would also be on Steam sale. So it's a very difficult industry to break into the PC retail business because there are a lot of legacy names. And retail, we're a very price-oriented market. And the big guys have an advantage there because they can just price their... They can just undercut you because they have the volume to get the items cheaper. They have a larger war chest. You know, they have more money to spend on inventory, to buy inventory. So it's really difficult if you're a young, very small, very low-budget shop to make an impact. And a lot of people, even online, will tell you na yung hinahanap ko sa computer shop, yung talagang customer service, yung di ka minamadali, yung pwede mo silang kausapin to ask ano ba talaga yung okay for my use case. And you know, to be honest, we tried all of those things. <laughs> we tried just just like we do it now. Like we try to be the best talaga at customer service. Uh, still true now, and even perhaps even more so back then, because we were getting less inquiries. I mean, the volume of people inquiring about our services was very small back then. So we really tried to give. The customers what they say they wanted, pero wala talagang pumapansin sa amin. I mean, it's really difficult. Maybe the first two years or so, a bit sad to be honest. So, as with any good small business trying to make a go out of it, you know, any means at our disposal, and that included social media. So even our Facebook, actually, our Facebook was much more successful before the YouTube channel. We started gaining traction on Facebook long before we started gaining traction on YouTube. But the techniques were the same. Basically, consistency. Especially on Facebook, we've stuck to the schedule of having at least one post a day, which we do even up to now. Uh, it's usually me. 99% of the, the faith of the Facebook posts uh, on our page were from me. Sometimes it can get very tiring just to kind of think about what... You know, I just want to repeat over and over again the same thing, right? Like, you see the big the pages of the big stores, the Facebook pages of the big stores, and they're all kind of very boring, to be honest. I mean, it's kind of, they have a standard layout and they just stick the item there. Sometimes they take a picture of the customer and things like that. But to be honest, they're very kind of cookie cutter and that's what I didn't want for Hardware Sugar. So even if you go back to the very early posts we start talking, 
we kind of uh, not make fun of, but we're kind of critiquing already the people who are very aggressive and how they reply to us or like, you know, a customer complaining about Lazada delivery, even though we had already done our part and dropped it off at Lazada. Um, so the kind of the very, I wouldn't say very, but I would say the kind of different personality that maybe distinguishes our Facebook page and yeah, the, just the kind of tone and things like that. Very evident, very early on. For the YouTube channel, a lot of the... Well, our first video was the ESGS video. So we attended ESGS that year and we shot ourselves going around. And it's not bad for a first video. And we're introducing the concept of Hardware Sugar. We're detailing our sales points, you know, what sets us apart from other shops. And the first videos were very kind of static. We, we were... We didn't know anything about making videos, whether from the production angle on the lighting, how to properly edit, the audio, the blocking, and things like that. And I really feel the production value has gone up. We're still behind, I would say, compared to some other local YouTubers and certainly the international guys who have such high production values. Also, to be fair, because they have such a large budget for them. But we have gotten so much, you know... We've gotten a lot better now compared to where we were before. And even the hosting style, it was very wordy. If you think we're wordy now, mas lalo pa back then. And then very static shots. Like I, I really remember our review of the HTC Vive. So it, that was mostly me and it was kind of long. And, or like the first budget meal alpha we did, we came out with this set, set computer. Again, we were trying everything. We don't have a set computer now, a set PC build. We called it Budget Meal Alpha to target the entry-level market or customer. And, you know, we had a video detailing Budget Meal Alpha. And a lot of it is very static stuff. So, you know, the content was there. We were just chugging along. Uh, there was slow growth. And, you know, it took us a long time even to get up to 1,000 subscribers. And I... I really remember thinking when we get to when we got to 1,000 subscribers, in my mind, it was like, wow, you know, this seems like a lot. And I didn't expect that we would ever reach. I had no goal in mind entering YouTube to, to run the subscriber race. I mean, in the back of your mind, you do know that, yeah, there, you know, YouTube is a game where a lot of the points are based on your, your sub count. But I never intended to play that game because I didn't think we would reach anything like that and i've always been like well why play the game if you can't play it well or you know why why focus on a metric that i didn't feel that we could hit so i was very okay with this very slow burn kind of growth and you could kind of see that it was impacting the shop again the youtube channel is there to promote the shop to to direct to attract people to the shop and it was you know mildly successful in those early days at least we looked more legitimate and that's one thing we i was scared about in the early days na isipin ng mga tao eh but pao bibili dito hindi ko sila kilala paano yung warranty um and even then we were focused on high-end items how would we prove to a customer that we were a legitimate shop you know you're gonna spend 125,000 on us this is pre-pandemic where you know GPUs are not that expensive, so 125,000 was quite substantial. I mean, you know, you could get a really high-end PC, 
then for that price. You can even now, to be fair, but you know, GPU Armageddon has really impacted GPU prices, which we're still we're still feeling the repercussions of it now. So at least with the YouTube channel, we could point and say that, you know, we've done this build and we are, yeah, we, we have a history. I mean, you can look at us. We've been posting. Uh, we're small, but we're small, but we're legitimate. So helpful, at least in that sense. And a lot of our early customers didn't find us from the YouTube channel. They just, you know, kind of word of mouth. We had one customer very early on where uh, it was purely serendipitous because I had a close friend who dealt with this particular customer on a completely unrelated transaction. They were both into collectibles. So my friend had was in touch with this guy, an acquaintance basically, and then just by chance that acquaintance asked my friend, hey, do you know a good computer shop? And my friend recommended Hardware Sugar. And then this customer has become a personal friend. He's recommended so many people to the shop. His own personal rig, you know, has, has undergone a lot of changes, upgrades, new rig, monitor, and things like that. Um, so a lot of the early traffic was really from these very whale type of customers. Na sobrang, they really brought in a lot of other customers and they themselves were not afraid to spend a lot of money with us. Um, so it wasn't from the YouTube channel. It was really from word of mouth and these very like select kind of clientele. And and to this day, we're super thankful um, to that customer. We're still in touch with him. He still asks us um, for hardware all the time, and he still refers to a lot of uh, he still refers a lot of people to us. So much so that his friends, I, I know, we're kidding him. Na stockholder ka ba dito? But parang <laughs> every time na bring up your computer, he's like, "Oh, hardware sugar the best," and dun kaya pumunta. So we're really we're really super thankful um, to those customers and to those customers now. I, I know who you guys are. I know you probably listen to this podcast that uh, untiringly promote us and recommend us to people. And even now, with, with the success of the YouTube channel, we still very much rely on that word of mouth. Iba pa rin kasi when a customer who has bought from us tells their friend na, no, we, I bought from this guy. You know, they're good. I, you, I can, you, know, you can rely on them. So the YouTube channel was a very slow burn and we didn't feel the need to... We felt the need to be consistent, but that meant like one video a week, maybe one video every 10 days. There wasn't, and we were just fine chugging along like that, to be honest. We didn't have any you know, ambitions at kind of a, a larger impact YouTube channel. But, um, you know, the pandemic happened, and I really feel that without the pandemic, without the people bored at home, without YouTube being kind of desperate to push out any kind of content out there. Our first viral hit would never have happened. And that is the top five Pinoy PC building mistakes. And that really, and that even that one. So that's really our most viewed video. That's our most viral video. Like subscribers started, the, the numbers just shot up. It was crazy, crazy. I remember looking, because even then I was very focused on the analytics and the numbers. I remember when I first noticed na, hey, what's going on here? Because this video was not successful when it came out. Rather, it was successful for the numbers that we were used to seeing. So it was a very good video in that sense, but not viral at all. It came out March 2020. It was only June. And I remember thinking like late June, mid-June, na biglang, I started seeing like the numbers, subscriber numbers, viewer numbers start shooting way up. 
And when I dug a bit deeper, it was from this video, this one video. And, you know, it was, I, not to toot my own horn, but in terms of virality, I mean, I, I've written articles, not even tech-related articles, but, you know, I've, I fancy myself, or I, I think I'm, I write well, um, both from an, like, I, I would, I've been trained to write well, to be fair to my school, um, and, and I always was in that class that got more attention. Uh, okay, these guys are kind of, you know, might have something. Let's, let's put them in special classes. So my high school, I was semi-honors English as a top three out of 15. College, I was married English as top four out of 50 sections. So yeah, not to toot my own horn, but I am used to writing and I used to publish to the public. Like uh, my, my stuff came out. Uh, my stuff has come out in national publications. And, and so I was used to different people, a very public audience, taking a look at my work and criticizing it and commenting about it online. Um, but when, iba yung tama when it's a YouTube channel, it's really much more mainstream. And you're kind of like really anxious na makakancel ba ako for whatever reason. Especially back then, na it was our first kind of brush with that. You know, did I say something wrong? And ironically enough, as it turned out, I did say something wrong. So there's, there's, there's a real, you know, there's, there's, the irony is rich here where the video is talking about mistakes that, you know, Filipinos make when coming up with their own PC build. And that's what shot us to public prominence. But at the same time, there was a very basic error that I made there where I said that I was explaining and, you know, I'm like, saying that, you know, for Intel CPUs, not all of them are overclockable. And so, if you get an overclockable motherboard with an overclockable CPU, that money is wasted because you'll never be able to overclock that CPU. So, I was explaining that, you know, for Intel, if it has a, the K suffix, then that's overclockable. Then that's okay to get an overclockable motherboard. And then I went on to say that for AMD, if it has the X suffix, then it is also overclockable. So basically just copying the Intel naming scheme. And of course, that's totally wrong. X just means that it's overclocked out of the box. But all AMD CPUs are basically overclockable. So, and I got called out fairly quickly for that. And to be fair to us, to be fair to the channel and Hardware Sugar, we were very, just how we are now, like we're very quick to admit when we make a mistake. We were also very quick, you know, no excuses on my part, and I was the one who edited it. And even up to now, the the video description says that yes, we made a mistake. Thank you for pointing it out to us. Um, I think even maybe the public pin, the publicly pinned comment is there. So it's a it was a lot of it was very <laughs> it was yeah. There, there's a there's a rich irony there, um, and also this kind of fear that did I just shoot. The shop dead because would you want to go to a shop that made that basic a mistake? But you know, a lot of positive things. A lot of people, I mean, you know, were made aware that we made a mistake, but a lot of people still came to us to build. And also it was very educational because the very first video, you know, that we're doing that 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 reached such a wide audience, tapos may error na ganyan, it really made an impact on me na never again. Like, you know, do my homework better research better because before that point a lot of the videos were just kind of like this stock knowledge kind of thing and while i know 
while I knew computers, it's not like, you know, I knew everything or that my stock knowledge was that great. It has certainly gotten a lot better now because of I have to research for the channel and, of course, our four-plus years experience with the shop. So a lot better now, but made possible because of that error and because I didn't want to be in that position again where, yes, I made a mistake and I. it's not so much that I made a mistake, but would that mistake cost me the shop? You know, would it be so horrendous that people would basically say that don't go to them, they don't know what they're talking about. But fortunately, you, you know, um, the internet was forgiving. And it's not like, you know, sometimes when, you know, we have mean comments and they're like, maghintay lang kayo, magkakamali rin din kayo. Um, I want to tell them na you don't need to look far. When we make a mistake, we're really upfront about it. And here you go. Like, this is our most viewed video and yeah, there's a mistake and we owned up to it and we, you know, we, we discussed it. So it's like if there's anybody out there who's waiting for, waiting for Hardware Sugar to make a mistake, please don't wait anymore. We've made a lot of them. We will continue to make them in the future. But we're really kind of aware that less about being Kia but more about we want to steer the public correctly. Like, you know, when we give advice, it is good advice because I don't want to be that kind of guy that's just saying stupid, dumb things online na mali pala. Like that kind of, you know, you, you know who I'm talking about. You have some experts that don't give good advice, but for some reason or another, they, they feel they're experts and people na, nadadala lang kasi baka matagal na in the industry or confidence lang, diba? I mean, that's why they call them confidence mans. The, all they have is confidence, but walang substance. And that's, Really, from my point of view, um, one of the worst things I, I don't, I would never let Hardware Sugar be something like that. So, blessing in disguise a little bit that, I mean, big blessing, very visible blessing that the subscriber count shot up from that video. But also a blessing in disguise that there was such a basic error there and that it was pointed out to us and very early on, sort of we were became aware that yes we need to do better and we need to be sure about what we're communicating to the audience but that top five pc building mistakes that really put us on the map and then from there around early 10,000 subs or so or maybe around low 20s that's when you had the brands first coming in and to be fair to asos they were if not the first, one of the first. Because NZXT was also very supportive, even very early on, about lending us items that we could A, display in the shop, and B, also monkey around with them for the videos. And I remember this one video, because we still get a lot of comments now, and supposedly I'm about to fry on purpose. I'm, I'm about to deliberately destroy an NZXT lighting strip by plugging it in the wrong way. And we still do get a lot of comments, even to this day, complaining that it's such a clickbait video because I didn't fry it on purpose. Even though I'm very explicit, like, we already know it's going to it's gonna burn out because our customers have told us they come back to us and said so. But a lot of people, for a lot of people, it's very... They, they want to see that explosion. They want to see it um, light up. <laughs> so we get a lot of angry comments on that video even now. But yeah, NZXT was one of the earliest brands to support us because the country head then noticed that our sales 
were picking up. So we were getting a lot more NGXT products because they were so popular with our customers. Customers who knew us from our greater visibility on the internet because of YouTube and Facebook and whatnot. So we were buying a lot more NGXT things. And so the NGXT country head was like, who is this shop? I've never heard of this hardware sugar. He came over to visit and he was impressed enough that, yeah, you know, um, he was like, we'll support you. Um, what do you need? So we were able to request items from him. And ASOS was basically the same way. ASOS visited us when we were just in that first shop, which was super small. I've talked about it how bef- I've talked about it before, how it was just like a closet in terms of size. So uh, I could stretch out my arms from and hit the wall from one end to another. Super tiny store. But ASOS visited us there and they brought even their boss from the time who was visiting from Taiwan. And I, and I bring this up now because, you know, these early contacts are still very present in, in the life of the shop now. The people, the ASOS guys that I met there when we were just starting out um, are still the ones there. And they've, they've actually uh, been promoted. So they're the head of their different departments now or something. Um, and so ASOS is still very supportive of the shop and of the channel now. The NJXT country head uh, who we met um, early on. He has bounced around a little bit from different brands and now he's at Deep Cool and he's still very supportive of the shop and of the channel. So it's really these very early guys um, and it's very satisfying to me na, you know, they, they saw us start out very early, very young, very small and certainly we're still a very small shop but at least now we're kind of punching above our weight, I feel. And it's, I, I feel kind of gratified that their faith in us their early faith in us was rewarded, was justified. Diba? Na parang, in a way, nagsugal din sila sa amin na, sa hardware sugar na, you know, yeah, you're, you're young, you're small footprint palang, but yeah, we'll support you. We believe in your mission. We think that, that you can get there, kind of. Diba? Na parang, you have, you have a good shot at succeeding. So I, I do find it gratifying that their faith in us was rewarded na, Medyo lumaki naman tayo, both in terms of visibility as well as the sales, the sales that we do, the, the, the kind of merchandise, the kind of volume that we can now move because the shop is getting a lot more attention because of word of mouth and because of social media. And then it was very important for me to make sure that we weren't just a one-hit wonder. I mean, yes, that, that top five building mistakes video is very important, but at the same time, what comes next? And so... We kind of homed in on the idea na to make it, which we've always had, but we just kind of refined it some more, to make PC building, PC choosing of PC parts intelligible, more easily understood by someone without the technical background, without a lot of the jargon. So we came up with the Biblica series. And this one for me was like, that was the first deliberately thought out series of videos where we were like deliberately targeting that okay, this is the audience that we want and let's see, we think this will do well. And it was really gratifying to me that they did do well. That Bibilica series where we start out with Bibilica no CPU and then we did GPU and then we did AIO, then we did Case and things like that. Um, such a landmark series for me in the history of the channel because you know, it was very deliberate. Talagang sinadya namin na this is the tone that we're going to use, this is how we're going to shoot it, this is the kind of audience that we think is going to go for these videos and it will appeal to them. And um, yeah, that was really, it felt good that we were so on point with those videos. That Those videos generated a lot of subscribers also. So 
proving to myself that you know we're not a one-hit wonder proving to the audience that we could sustain this kind of content this kind of creative focus on pc parts pc components and yeah it was just really that that series for me if the pc the top five building mistakes was kind of like okay fine medyo nakuha mo yung kiliti ng tao but the biblica series uh, was the one that in my mind proved to me i don't know if to the audience but to me personally that okay we can we can sustain this we can come up with ideas that will appeal to the audience na hindi lang the same lang hindi lang gaya sa iba hindi lang parang more of the same and we yeah so that biblica series is super important and then we condensed it all the year later because those those individual episodes were we did one episode per component and we stretched it out because you know it was very difficult to just keep doing that kung tuloy-tuloy lang yun but we work-wise we really trumped ourselves the next year where we did Bibilika again but then there was like a more than an hour video uh, discussing each PC part in turn and then we really tried to inangkop namin yung setting per part that we're talking about so you know even visually pinag-isipan namin how best to present this massive video and it was such a it's such a difficult video to edit for Ren and then even for myself now you know I'm giving notes I'm the one who did the script uh, the shoot and stuff like that really difficult but again it paid off even now a year later that Bibilika video where it you know it it condensed everything that we we felt was good about the channel appealing to beginners talking in a very friendly kind of way specific advice not just very general uh, that you can really apply if you're building a computer so that sometimes <laughs> on a slow day that video that biblica video which we've rebranded as like pc masterclass na libre parang ganun. that video is the top performing video um <laughs> on some days now you know we don't have a new video and for some reason or another the other top videos are not performing well so even now, that video is super important. And we will come out with a sequel this year. Um, I'm just gearing up to it because it was such a big thing <laughs> to do it last year. But yeah, th- that, that series of videos, the Biblica series, in my mind, really proved that, okay, we can, we can do this. We can, we can make a go out of it. What was really prominent in the early days, which we don't have anymore, is that we were getting a lot of cranks, for, a lot of, for lack of a better word, or these very aggressive, opinionated comments na sometimes it was about the tech and sometimes it was just like, I don't like your face, I don't like how you blink, I think you're annoying. And these are the polite <laughs> versions of these comments. I mean, yung iba, minumura talaga kami, ako, um, you know, you don't need to bring my mother into the conversation, okay? She's a very fine woman. There's no need to bring my mom into this. But as, you know, the, the subscriber numbers have crept up, we haven't gotten a lot of those anymore. I mean, occasionally we'll get the very hyper aggressive one. We'll get the one uh, minamura ako. But and in fact, when we did the hundred k live stream, I was amused to note that there was there was an actual heckler there. Na oh, mag-unsubscribe kayo, tas minamura ako. Although I didn't really focus on him because I wasn't really paying attention. The, the comments were just going so fast in that video. Uh, I only noticed it after the fact when uh, Rocky the Programmer pointed it out. So, I mean, I, I don't mind the heckles. I mean, if you want to if you wanna knock yourself out, knock yourself out. In, in fact, I am kind of amused. I, 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 ha, 
I would have a good time <laughs> reading the comments, the colorful comments back then. There were there were more colorful comments back then. Nowadays, there aren't a lot. Um, I mean, we get a little. And I, I blame that on... It's, yeah, we've kind of become institutionalized. Like, you see 100,000 subs, 95,000 subs, and you think na you're less inclined for whatever reason to heckle large channels. And I'm not saying that the heckles don't happen. I mean, you go to Linus, you can see people bashing him left and right, diba. But uh, they do happen, but a lot less now compared to like when we were 5,000 subs, 15,000 subs. So I do kind of miss that Wild Wild West kind of feel. <laughs> because a lot of people now are, you know, they're very polite. They say, thank you. This video was super helpful. And I, don't get me wrong. I, I'm very appreciative. You're very welcome when you say thank you. And I, I, it's very important to us that we know that the videos are helpful. But, you know, it's a very civilized kind of tone now for the most part. And gone is the Wild Wild West of, you know, P.I. Mo and this really very aggressive guys. Which is why I kind of miss... One of the favorite videos that I've done is the 60K React video where we had, where, you know, I'm drinking in real time as I'm reading out these comments. And obviously, I've read these comments before, but, you know, my, my reaction to them is still very genuine. Grabe talaga, grabe. I mean, the level of venom and vehemence and hatred is, is just, I can't imagine how you would get so worked up about something I said. And it, it, it's true. I mean, I, I find it um, kind of amusing and I do miss, I do kind of miss that, that kind of very aggressive kind of tone. And, you know, I'm, before I'm doing a live stream and somebody will call me gay. Um, and it, 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 it doesn't bother me, to be honest. I mean, it's not, it's, it's because, I mean, it's so anonymous. I have no idea who you are. I don't give a darn <laughs> if you think, you know, what my sexual orientation is. Because, I mean, I'm married, number one. But that's not even a defense. Like, if I, I like, you know, when somebody, like, calls me gay online, I, my, my usual comment is not to say I'm not, I'm married. Because I don't want to give the impression that there's something shameful about being gay. Because for me, there's not. <laughs> I mean, you know, love, love wins. This is 2023. I've had... God. If if you knew me from high school and college, you would really know that this is not an issue with me. I I don't care who you want to boink as long as you know it's a consensual relationship. If you don't want to boink anybody, that's fine as well with me. This is really not something that keeps me up at night. Um, so it that's why I don't. When I get those kind of comments, I don't say that I'm not I'm married because for me that's not the appropriate. I don't need I don't need to defend myself. <laughs> Whether you know on 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 my sexual orientation or not, so it's just it doesn't bother me, but I do miss that kind of like off the wall kind of like sandyun galing, <laughs> parang it's very yeah. I mean now you know we hit 100k or kind of institutionalized quote unquote. Um, I do miss the kind of cranks and the kind of um, unexpectedly aggressive. Comments because you know I, I do find them amusing that you, there's no yeah just just relax man calm down ch ch take a chill pill you know there's no reason to get super worked up worked up about things especially something that I said on YouTube ako for you to get upset relax down calm down of course the channel still is a slow burn I mean it got it took forever for us to reach hundred k subs but. 
on one hand, I'm not okay with that. So I'm gonna be honest. I do miss the, you know, the times when we don't even hit our minimum subscriber, a usual subscriber count for the month. I do get a little, ang- I used to get a little anxious because we were in the, you know, our target was 100k. We were in the running for this for so long, and you know, when we would get a less amount of subs than we would normally get, I would be a little, I would be a little like, oh man, this is, this is. This is a marathon and it is starting to take its toll. But now that we've reached 100, to be honest, you know, I'm like, you know, 100 seemed decent, but now like I want 300 plus or something. But on the other hand, I'm not like gagging for it now. Oh my God, we gotta reach it, we gotta reach it. I'm very thankful to the audience for the 100,000 plus people who've subscribed. Super thank you. To be honest, I've never thought we would reach this point. Um, just beyond grateful that it allows more exposure for a business which I feel really is doing good to the consumers. I mean, our no BS warranty is real. The way we treat people as friends is real. So I think Hardware Sugar is deserving of the attention that it's getting. You know, it's kind of like um, the public attention is the sun and the YouTube channel is a mirror and it's reflecting the light onto the, the, the shop. And I think the shop does deserve that attention because we do provide value to the consumer. But yeah, so I'm super grateful to the audience that allows us to shine a light on, on the shop and the brands that have stuck with us, that, have, that believe in what we're doing, that don't pressure us into making reviews that only glorify their products, that allow us to be honest. And that, that's one thing that, that hasn't changed from our first subscriber well, probably was me using like some some other account <laughs> to like the hundred thousand. We're about to reach one hundred thousand, one hundred subs. And one thing that hasn't changed from the YouTube channel is that we're always very honest with the viewers. We tell you when we don't know. We we tell you if this is sponsored. We tell you when this is like this was sponsored. But to be honest, I really still like this product. I mean, I get. I, I, it has to be I mean there are some products that I really liked so much that I bought it for myself and long time listeners will know what the heck I'm talking about but uh, I won't <laughs> I, I'll stop saying it here <laughs> and to be honest my goal was never to be this quote unquote influencer I don't like that term content creator even it's like content implies that you know there's a glass that needs to be filled content creator you're you're making content literally you're placing something that can be filled in a vessel but did anybody ask if that vessel needs to be filled? Does that medium need to have your, your content, your, your creation, your videos, whatever in it? So I, I've, never, I've, I've never aspired to that. And I've always, what really annoyed me before and it still annoys me now are people who do have an audience but who disrespect them when they recommend products but they don't really mean it. They, their, their recommendation was influenced by other things other than just their honest-to-goodness opinion. I've talked about before, like, I, I, like I've acquaintances who I know don't drink coffee in real life but suddenly are hawking coffee on their Instagram pages. I mean, for me, that is not honest. And you know, I would be lying if I didn't say that Hardware Sugar is not an influencer. It's true. I mean, I, we, I've had people in the comments say that I bought this because of you. I'm waiting for your review. But 
it's less of a good thing for me than than a responsibility, than a burden. And I, I don't mean to sound, you know, also KJ about it and so old, man. I'm reaching. Uh, another thing that I found gratifying about reaching 100k subs was that I it was before my 40th birthday. I turned 40 in May, and it's just it seems like such an, a a young person kind of thing to be so caught up in the social media thing. So it was just on a personal level a little. I was a little happy that we got here before I hit 40. Just to kind of prove that, you know, may, may asim pa rin. You know, I still have some gas in the tank. And when I put my mind to something and, you know, a collective effort as a team uh, for Hardware Sugar, we can really move, you know, we can get to places. We, we can have an impact. But I, I don't mean to sound old when I go back to the point that uh, or, or a killjoy or, you know, to uh, uh, a wet blanket. When I, I when I say that I take that influencer or 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 the recognition that yes, if I say something, people might act on it. For me, that's less of a good thing, and it's more of a scary thing. That's a responsibility. And from from the very first subscriber up to the one hundred thousand plus, God knows. Hopefully, we'll get many more. But my guiding light has always been. No bullshit also to the audience. Like I'm super, super upfront when we're just honest with the audience. Because for me, it's not worth it to gain a brand, to gain a sponsor. But if they ask us to not be honest with our audience, that's always a line for me that I would never cross, have never crossed. Because, yeah, for me, it's, it's a responsibility. I mean, I don't... When I say na para hindi masayang pera mo, uh, you know, bibili ka ng CPU, panoorin mo to para hindi masayang pera mo, I really honest to goodness mean it because I know how hard it is to make money. Hardware Sugar doesn't make money. Uh, to be honest, I poured my life savings into the shop. We're still not making money, but hopefully, maybe we can break even this year. It's, it's really difficult, the PC retail business. Um, I know it's hard to make money. Uh, and so when people tell me that I act I act on your recommendations, on the recommendations of the channel. That is something we take very seriously. Um, and I, I really get upset and annoyed and angry when I see other influencers. Yeah, I mean, that's what they are. They, they can sway public opinion. And they take it so cavalier, in such a cavalier fashion, in a, such a devil-may-care kind of style and insincere and dishonest. Um, I, that really leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So, regardless how many subscribers we get, you can always be sure na that's the number one thing. And you, again, again, I can make mistakes on the technical side, on the presenting side, but you can be sure that if I say something and I make a mistake, that mistake is an error not because I know it's a mistake and I say it anyway. That will always be an honest mistake because... Yeah, it's just not worth it. I mean, that's how I was raised. That's how I, I approach business. Uh, my, both my professional background and my personal background. It's not worth it to gain whatever, subscribers, whatever, sponsors, if it comes at the expense of being dishonest. In fact, we're the only shop I know of. No, we're, sorry, we're the only YouTube channel I know of that we're super transparent. If you look in our video descriptions, uh, the detail is there. We got, we got to keep this item. The brand had editorial control. The brand didn't have editorial control. I mean, we're very, very explicit. And we even had one YouTube comment who 
just repeated what we said na parang, oh, cut you. Inamin, para, yung dating parang gotcha na, oh, inamin mo na sponsor to, parang ganun. I mean, I'm like, it's not a sponsored thing at all. We told you, you just copied it verbatim from our video text description that this video, that particular video is sponsored. We receive compensation to highlight certain aspects of the item. And then, yeah, he posted it as a comment. And the way it was like, na parang, oh, ho, parang, oh, we got you. I'm like, not, not at all. We're very honest. We're very transparent. We're very upfront about when, how these videos come about. Did the, did the brand lend us this item? Did we get to keep the item? Did they have editorial control? And even the big channels abroad aren't as upfront as we are, even though by law, they're required to be transparent about sponsorships. And they kind of tiptoe around it, but no one, again, no one is as explicit as Hardware Sugar when it comes to what is our relationship. How did we get this product from this brand? If there are, please leave me in the comments so I can actually follow them and uh, learn something from how, you know, how they disclose it. Because yeah, that's something that we really take seriously here. And so that's something that hasn't changed from the start up to where we are now. Where we are now work-wise is, to be honest, quite exhausting compared to how we were back then. You know, back then we would release a video maybe once every week, once every 10 days. But now, to be honest, I think we're really one of the hardest working local tech channels. I don't know about other genres, but um, it, for us, it's really we do a video maybe every three days, not including the live streams, not including the shorts, not including actually running the shop. Because one, we're committed to our release, the, uh, the deliverables that we're committed to from CDKey. And also because, yeah, there's just so much stuff to do, whether it's reviews or original videos that we want to do. Like the budget build video series that we did recently featuring an office computer. I wanted to do that for the longest time because for me, that was really very practical. A lot of us start on our office-provided computers, then we upgrade them slowly, we monkey around with them. That's sort of our origin story for a lot of enthusiasts. So I felt it was such a natural way to start. And again, useful content for the viewer. Hindi yung 25k build, but then, you know, you have to get parts for kung saan-saan. And this one was second-hand talaga lahat because I feel at that price point, around 15,000, second-hand is really the way to go. So between original content that we're passionate about like that and, you know, the, the reviews and, I'm again, I'm going to be upfront. Some content we do just for the sake that there are some kind of things we need from CDK. We need to fill the CDK lineup. Not to say that they're bad videos, but they're videos in the sense that I know will have limited appeal. Like they'll reach our usual audience. Maybe they'll do 3,000 or so views, 5,000, maganda na yun. And then, do, hanggang dun na lang yun. It won't be something with long-term value. And that's fine. As long as that video has value, that you're still saying something new, it's okay that we don't plot it out that, oh, this will have really long-term appeal. Because we kind of already know what videos will have long-term appeal. Like, the budget monitor video that we did like a couple of months ago, still doing very well. The Biblica series, again, the masterclass video where we lumped all of the Biblica series type of discussions into one video. So we kind of know which videos will do well over the long term. Sometimes we do videos that we know that, yes, you know, well, this is just a 
in the moment kind of video and we do need this to fill up the CD key lineup. And I'm okay with that. I think those videos still have value. And they've actually encouraged us to try new formats like our Price Watch series, which is, re- which is very content that we can rely on. Um, it does a regular 5,000 views a month, which is a good number to hit. That is, our, that is our basic number for a good performing video. If the video does 5,000 within like two weeks, that's pretty good. If it drops off, then that's fine. But 5,000 is really, for me, what every video should hit because that's the number of a good video, 5,000 views or so. And if you look at some channels, they have a lot of subscribers, but they don't manage that on a consistent basis na at least 5,000 views per video. And PriceWatch has been very good for, for that metric in the sense that it's, it's a reliable draw and it's something that we can do on a monthly basis. And again, it provides so much value for the audience. Imagine having someone tracking GPU and CPU prices historically and publicly available. Anytime you want that data, you can log on to the Google Sheet because if you're deciding now is now a good time to press the trigger on buying a GPU and a CPU, at least that historical data will guide you to get a sense kung tama nga ba, ngayon na ba talaga. We take a lot of pride in coming up with videos that do provide value and thinking up of formats that are both beneficial to the channel because we can keep doing them and they help fill up the deliverables we need from CDKey, but they still provide value. Hindi lang sila filler audiences. Or kung bakang TV show kami, hindi lang kami repeat, you know, repeat videos or repeat themes and paulit-ulit lang sinasabi namin. So we're very conscious of not stagnating as some mature channels have. I mean, I think we're still a very young channel. Definitely production-wise, lots of things to improve. Hosting-wise, editing-wise, there's always so much room for improvement and we're super excited to, to tackle that. And now that we have a good base, a good foundation, thank you so much to everybody who subscribed, who bought from us, who took a chance on us when we were a very young channel, very young shop, who stick with us even though they hear online, oh, your hardware sugar. I mean, I do. I, I know we have a reputation of maybe being a bit elitist. Um, probably that's my my fault. Um, sometimes also we get the reputation that we're a bit expensive. Sometimes that's justified. Sometimes it's not. Although uh, a bit of behind the scenes, we've actually lowered our prices specifically for CPUs and GPUs. We did that around the start of this year, and ever since then. We've seen an uptick, so the market has recognized that our prices have gone down, at least for those two very basic items, and the market has moved accordingly. And we've also gotten a lot less of the comments saying that we're overpriced. Although now now our margins have taken a hit, so I mentioned that Hardware Sugar isn't making money yet. Um, maybe it will take us longer now to make money because our margins are that much thinner. But we'll see, we'll see. Again, uh, one thing about the shop and the channel, we're always open to experimentation. Whether that's pricing or a particular video or a particular build, we're always game to try something a bit off the wall. But certainly, from a point of view, from just the very low expectations I had for the channel, uh, it has gone tremendously well. It has been so good for the shop. 
And it's been a team effort. I mean, I couldn't have done it without everyone who you see on the channel, but also you don't see. A lot of our staff do a lot of work behind the scenes, whether it's benchmarking or editing or going to seminars to improve on how to do videos and things like that, lighting and whatnot. Uh, my brother, Rafael, co-host on the channel. So, so many, it's like, there are so many people who have poured a lot of effort to make the channel as successful as it is. So, thank you to everyone working behind the scenes. Thank you to everyone who hit that like button, that subscribe button. It's just really been overwhelming <laughs> hitting this number. And just, it, it's, it's been a whirlwind. You know, it's been a slow burn, but at the same time, it's just been this constant kind of, yeah, do a video and make sure it's good and try to provide value. And I don't see that slowing down. We're still going to be on that treadmill. To be honest, I'm not burnt out. It's just I do worry sometimes that because I'm focused on the short term on making a video, that a lot of the long-term planning needed to scale up Hardware Sugar, the shop, is being neglected. And that is something I want to address um, moving forward that Hardware Sugar is growing, but I feel that there are a lot of growing pains. We need to establish better foundation to scale up. And that's something I want to tackle. Um, but I do need to better manage my time with the demands of the channel and being sort of this, the leader, setting the direction and the pace and the protocol of the shop moving forward. But it's just such a blessing. And I don't mean that in the cavalier sense, in the very, in the very casual sense. I, I, I mean it in the sense that it's like something bestowed from on high. I mean, th that's really what blessing means, right? I mean, there is a more powerful figure that you have no control over that has gifted you with something. And it, it's such a blessing that I do have these problems now, making videos for a channel with this visibility, trying to make sure that the shop can grow because of the visibility afforded by the channel. I mean, it's such, these are problems that are good to have, that they are blessings to have. And I couldn't have, we, we couldn't have imagined when we started out that, you know, we would be here having these good problems to have. So thank you so much to everyone for giving us these problems. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the success of the channel, the success of the shop um, wouldn't have been possible without everybody. So thank you so much. Thank you for... I hope it I hope this wasn't this this was less of a ramble and more like of a sustained kind of oral history of where we started, where we are now, how we got here because I do feel it's important to be introspective and to think about kung san ka nanggaling para alam mo san ka san tayo patungo or san yung patutungunan natin. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Tech Show But Friendly, the podcast of Hardware Sugar. And this is Anton saying thank you so much from the bottom of my... I was going to make like a quip. Like, it's not like I'm heartless. I don't know. I don't know how I appear or how I come off on the channel if I'm flippant or like, you know. I, I understand like cause based on the Facebook na maybe people find me medyo snappish or quick to find fault which is not 
maybe necessarily true in person. I mean, that's just kind of like a persona that might have evolved alongside the Facebook and the YouTube channel. But um, the depth of my feeling for you guys is like, damn, man, thank you so much for putting me in this privileged position where we are now with the channel and the shop. So yeah, this is Texture But Friendly, the podcast of Hardware Sugar, and this has been your host, Anton, thanking you again from everyone here at Hardware Sugar. <laughs>